Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. I wanted to ask a question um, about diversity, equity, and inclusion, you know, and mm -hmm. then um, a lot of that is being reversed or a lot of corporations are backing away from that, pulling money from black initiatives. Um, what's your thoughts on the current landscapes of that? You know, I think it's a great question. And um, one of the ways that I'm approaching this and that we are at the chamber uh, because you're right. I mean, I think sadly enough in America, uh, DNI has become a political football. Uh, it's not just a moral imperative that we continue to invest and understand uh, why diversity, equity, and inclusion matters. But there is truly a business case. I mean, you, you know, you look at McKinsey and their research that companies that are more diverse at the executive team are more profitable. I mean, I'm not making that up. That's data. Uh, you look at the workforce challenges and the makeup of the, of the workforce in 2050 and beyond. It's going to be majority minority. So the way I think about that, if we have skills gaps now among these populations, we need to invest in closing those skills gaps today so that they can compete in the future. You look at the data around supply diversity. I mean, it, the data is clear. 
that minority suppliers are more innovative. They actually create a cost savings for companies. And so the way we lead this is around the business and economic case. I'm trying to stay out of the political and the politics. I get that. But 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 we we're trying to advance and continue to advance the business case. In fact, uh, you may or may not be aware, but I mean that's part of this meeting on this week with the Congressional Black Caucus that you know they sent a letter to all the S and P five hundred companies, uh, wanting to know where are you in reaffirming your commitment to DNI. Uh, they're asking questions like, yeah, you know, since George Floyd murder, uh, you know what, some three four hundred billion dollars of companies pledged or announced. And, you know, they're asking tough questions around accountability in this space. Uh, and so it is about how we can all work together to not only reaffirm, but make sure uh, that this work continues, not for the sake of just being the right thing to do, but it's good for our economy. It's good for the workers in the workforce of the future. And when these companies can connect it to supply chains and connect it to access to capital, they also create jobs in the communities in which they exist. So it's all a win-win to me. And, and that's how we're leading. And that's my message that I preach across the country, that there's a business and economic case. And we can't afford to lose ground in that regard. For those, my, 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 last, my last question to you, Rick, is this. We, we spoke about China, obviously, the importance of Africa. Are there other emerging markets that we should be keeping our eyes on uh, for uh, the next five to 10 years? Indeed. Well, I, listen, I just think the world is wide open in areas that perhaps oftentimes we don't think about. But, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time in India. I talked about it earlier. Um, you know, I, I think even in, 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 in economies that are having to be rebuilt, uh, whether it's Ukraine, uh, you know, sadly enough, all, all of what is happening uh, in, in and around the Middle East, I just think the world is an oyster when it comes to opportunities to do business. It's just that we've not been exposed as much as we should be. And that onus sometimes is on us as, as, as much as it is on organizations like the U.S. Chamber, which we're trying to do more of this, is to help us under, understand and expose uh, uh, our companies and our people to, to the world. But I do think, uh, yes, I, I think the continent of Africa, um, I do think India, uh, China, uh, you know, in spite of the geopolitical and other challenges that exist there, I mean, we we have a, uh, uh, a, a a relationship with China that is checkered and on any given day challenge, but it's interdependent. One country, I would tell you that I just I've had a meeting with the ambassador, and, and and I was struck by that so close to us that we don't think about is Canada. Um, Mexico, I mean, all of these, I think all of these places are yeah. just right for doing business if we understand and we got to think out the box as well and, and, and engage and understand and go on these trade missions. And, you know, as we were saying earlier, get exposed. And I think you've got to see it to believe it. So go take your time to go out to these countries and, and you know, the beauty of technology today you can look you can experience this stuff online if you do homework and do the research and understanding where to trade what investments you know what are the emerging economies and then building the ties which we can help you with through the u.s chamber of commerce so can the u.s department of commerce that has what's called a foreign commercial service office division and their number one job your own federal government agency the u.s department of commerce is to help you get connected to markets around the world so it's knowledge 
is being exposed and, and connecting all of these dots. And, and, and that's one of my goals and, and, and what I enjoy most here at the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. I appreciate it. Um, my final question for you is for a person who may hear all of this information, they may feel overwhelmed and know not what to do next. Can you tell them like two or three things they should do starting tonight? Um, because what I don't want to happen is people be excited about the information and then don't know, apply it. For the entrepreneurs watching tonight, what are like two pieces of advice you would want them to start on tonight um, as soon as they're done watching? Yeah, I think, I mean, uh, two things. One is, you know, just learn. I mean, don't don't be overwhelmed. Start somewhere. Again, start, go to uschamber.com. And the, the, the information, the data, just that uschamber.com alone is just invaluable. You don't try to learn everything overnight, but just go, just navigate, just, just go all across our platform and understand the issues, uh, understand some of the market information that we have at uschamber.com in our international division. Uh, and that's a good place to start. I think the second thing is, again, whether it's the U.S. Chamber of Commerce or the local state chamber, get engaged in the right business organizations that can help you create the networks and the relationships that you need to, to get that loan, to get that capital, to get on that trade mission, to connect to that CEO or another black owned business. But those networks are invaluable. Uh, and so, you know, again, whether it's state, that state chamber, that local chamber or the U.S. chamber, you know, think about your uh, ability to invest in a membership. And when you invest in that membership, you got to show up. I mean, if, if you show up uh, and are intentional in your in, in your strategy and what you want from it, it works. It really does work. So get that knowledge and information. USChamber.com, all other sources, read, learn, don't become overwhelmed. And then take that time to rethink where you put your time and resources in terms of your memberships. And these organizations are very effective. As long as you do utilize them, you show up and take advantage and leverage these relationships. Rick, I want to thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Pre brother. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. Any any last words you would like to say before heading out? No, no. Listen, thank you for what you do. Again, I, I watch you from a distance. Uh, I'm really proud and, and uh, of everything you do, and to the extent there are partnerships uh, that we can leverage and create uh, uh, with the U.S. Chamber and our uh, domestic and global network. Count me in. You know, I wear this hat proudly. I spent a lot of time in Tulsa. I do believe that you know we can create what used to be uh, the, 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 the Black Wall Streets uh, all across this across America. I think being intentional and working together and and and, and, and walking together in this work uh, is not just that we, we we have to do it because we want to, but we have to do it out of necessity. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.